Hello, I'm Linda Francis and this is Sound News broadcasting from the Old Man Studio here in Church Street, Portadown. And the production is for the week ending Saturday the 18th of November. On behalf of everyone here on the Craig Avon Talking Newspaper team, you're very welcome to this week's programme. Now the story's making the headlines this week. Uh, there's a major one which actually features in both papers, the Top Times and the Mail, Crash Orphans Three Children. And the Lurgan Mail has a smaller uh, picture and a smaller headline, Dressed to Impress. And now it's over to Gareth and he's going to bring you our first story under Crash Orphans Three Children. A county Armagh woman who has died a week after the road collision which also killed her husband, showed her kind nature and caring instinct. Every day at the school where she worked, a tribute said. Kira Grimley, a mother of three, died on Saturday from injuries received in the collision which killed her husband Patrick near Market Hill a week earlier. The tragedy left the family's friends publishing prayers on social media for their three children, Taga, Maya and Kadia, who are now left without either parent. A couple from the Madden area were involved in a four-vehicle crash at around 1.20am last Saturday, as they returned from celebrating Patrick's 40th birthday with family and friends. Tragically, Mrs Grimley lost her life on Saturday. Her friend, Kira McIlvana, also died of of injuries sustained in the crash. Mrs McIlvana, 44, grew up first at Meadowbrook Craigavon and later at Sugar Island Road, Bleary. A nurse and married mother of four, Mrs McIlvana was remembered as an adoring daughter, loving wife, devoted mother, a supportive friend and a caring nurse who left a positive imprint on many lives across County Armagh and beyond. In a tribute to Mrs Grimley, meanwhile, St Patrick's Primary School, Armagh, where she previously worked, said her kind nature and caring instincts were on show each and every day that she worked in our school. Remembered as an adoring daughter, loving wife, devoted mother, a supportive friend and a caring nurse, Kira McIlvena has left a positive imprint on many lives across County Armagh and beyond. The 44-year-old's life was cut short on Thursday last after she succumbed to injuries sustained in a multi-vehicle crash near Market Hill on Saturday, November the 5th. The crash also took the lives of Patrick Grimley and his wife, Kira. On Saturday, St Joseph Church in Madden was packed for the funeral of the young mum, who grew up as one of seven children at Meadowbrook Craigavon and later at Sugar Island Road, Bleary. Celebrant Father Aidan McCann welcomed the congregation on what he called this extremely sad and difficult occasion of her requiem mass. Among them, Kira's husband Kevin and four children, Neve, Claire, Dara and Offy. Kira's parents, brothers, sisters and all members of the Haddock and McIlvana families, friends and neighbours. Kira's husband, a consultant at Craigavon Area Hospital and still suffering the effects of the crash, was joined by his three children, And a more light-hearted headline from the Lurgan Mail, Dressed Sure to Impress. 
Fashion fanatics dress to impress in their autumnal frocks and fascinators at this year's Best Dress Competition on day two of the Ladbrokes Festival of Racing at Down Royal Racecourse. Shilleen McConville from Lurgan was among the top ten fabulous finalists with Ivona Moore from Kilkeel taking the Best Dress title. The competition was judged by Cool FM presenter and fashion enthusiast Rebecca McKinney 2023 Miss Northern Ireland winner Caitlin Clark and Sarah Lawson, Head of Marketing at Bottle Green Drinks, the sponsor of the event. And now for our Rota Chemist this week. Urgent prescriptions will be dispensed in Portadown on Sunday the 19th of November from the Chemist Partridge of 206 West Street, open from 11am to 12 noon. Next week, from Monday the 20th of November, the chemist is T.A. Anderson's of 92 Thomas Street, open until 7pm. There's no rota chemist in Portadown after Wednesday. Lurgan residents can collect their medicines on Sunday the 19th of November from the chemist McKegney's of Edward Street, which is open from 11am to 12 noon. Next week, from Monday the 20th of November, the chemist is Boots of Market Street. It's open until 7pm. There's no rota chemist in Lurgan on Wednesday and none in either town on Saturday. And Sunday opening applies in both towns for public holidays. And now to this week's pictures. And there's two pictures of celebrations. Early July was a time of celebration for Theodore Theo Benjamin Dixon, who first got married, then graduated from university, a day apart. The Craig Avon man graduated from Ulster University on July the 5th with a first-class honours degree in biomedical engineering. Theo is a former pupil of Lurgan College, 2015 to 2019 he was there. Theo is eager to use his skills in the advancement of medical technology. And then Theo and his wife, uh, I own Jade Dixon, Nee McConnell, were married on July the 4th in uh, Loch Brickland Reformed Presbyterian Church. And now for the crime items of news in the local papers. Police hunt a trio following a Guildford restaurant burglary. Police are hunting for three men after a restaurant in Guildford was robbed in the early hours of Monday morning. It is understood the men were spotted leaving the scene in a red car, heading towards Guildford itself. The front door of the restaurant was forced open and the owners are still trying to establish what may have been stolen. A PSNI spokesperson said, Police are investigating the burglary of restaurant in Guildford in the early hours of Monday the 13th of November. Around 12.35am it was reported that the front door of the business, which was closed at the time, had been forced open and entry gained to the Banbridge Road building. It is still being established what may have been stolen during this burglary. Three men travelling in a red car were observed leaving the scene in the direction of Guildford. It is our appeal to residents to always call us on 101 and tell us about any suspicious behaviour in your area, any suspicious vehicles or callers to your door. No matter how insignificant you think it might be, this information could be important. So call 101. Driver was found to have had drugs in a system. A motorist who was spotted driving erratically through Lurgan in the early hours of the morning was found to have had cocaine and pregbalin 
in the system a court has heard. John Turbot, aged 29, from College Walk in town, appeared before Craigavon Magistrates Court, charged with driving while unfit through drink or drugs. The court was told that on April the 7th this year, at around 4.30am, police spotted a vehicle swerving slightly in the road and also at times breaching the central white line while travelling along North Street. The car stopped at the traffic lights and police spotted that both the front and rear tyres were over the white line into the oncoming traffic lane. The driver, Turbot, was stopped and spoken with. While speaking to the defendant, a strong smell of cannabis could be smelt coming from the vehicle. A search was carried out. There was an empty deal bag, remnants of suspected cocaine, and a second deal bag containing remnants of suspected cocaine as well. A preliminary breath test gave a zero result. He was taken to Lurgan Police Station. Blood samples were taken from him and these came back showing the defendant had cocaine and preglobin within his blood. Turbot's solicitor said the defendant uh, disputed the allegations. He cooperated with police and entered an early plea. He has no criminal record and has never been in any trouble before. He has a good job and works for the housing executive. He is exceptionally embarrassed at being here today. He has a good family and good family support. His father is in court with him today. He has taken steps to address this issue since then. There is a very good email from Kuhn Mahur about his engagement with them over the last six months. He has taken steps to address his substance misuse issues. He has been clean for some significant time. His father tells me he is no longer associating with the people he was associating with. He is getting back into fitness and playing football. The hope is he will never be here again. It is very out of character for this young man. District Judge Bernie Kelly fined Turbot £300 plus the offender's levy of £25. He was further banned from driving for 12 months and will remain disqualified until he sits and passes the appropriate test. One admits an insurance offence. A Guildford woman who permitted her car to be used by a man who wasn't insured has been fined. Zoe Gracie, aged 40, from Hunters Hill Park, pleaded guilty at Craigavon Magistrates Court last Wednesday to permitting another person to use a vehicle with no insurance. Asked by District Judge Bernie Kelly if Gracie had her licence in court, her solicitor said she was a disqualified driver. A prosecutor said that on August the 23rd, police spotted another defendant, Luke Abraham, driving a Renault Megane off Flush Place, Lurgan, and into the car park at Supervalue. A check of police systems revealed the vehicle belonged to Gracie. It was said that police stopped and spoke with the driver, Abraham, who was dealt with at a previous court sitting, and with Gracie. It was confirmed Abraham was not permitted to drive any other vehicle other than his own. Gracie was fined £300 plus the offender levy and disqualified for driving for six months. Fined for drug possession. A man caught in Lurgan with cocaine has been fined for possession of a Class A drug. Glenn Robert King, 31, of Montgomery Drive, Lisburn, who appeared before Craigavon Magistrates Court 
had admitted the offence. The court heard that at lunchtime on Friday, June the 16th this year, police at Rectory Road, Lurgan, spotted suspicious activity at a, Citroen, at a Citroen van. A prosecutor said, Police approached and observed the defendant throw a small bag of white powder on the ground. It was seized. Other people were searched. Glenn King was arrested. He admitted the white powder seized from the footpath was his. He agreed to a new notebook interview and admitted it was 0.1 grams. King's solicitor admitted his client had a fairly significant record and had done periods of time in custody, adding, I understand this is the last matter that is outstanding before the court. The defendant was fined £600 plus the offender's levy. Cash and jewellery were stolen in a burglary last Thursday in Portadown. Detectives in Lurgan are appealing for information and witnesses following the incident at Inglewood Manor. Detective Sergeant Stewart said a report was received on Thursday the 9th of November at approximately 8.45pm that a house in the Inglewood Manor had been entered sometime after 6.45pm that evening. Thankfully no one was in the property at the time of the burglary, however a number of rooms inside the property were ransacked. A sum of money was also stolen and a piece of jewellery that had sentimental value to the owner. Inquiries are continuing and we would appeal to anyone who may have witnessed anything suspicious in the Inglewood Manor area on Thursday evening from 6.45 to 8.30pm to contact the PSNI on 101. William Street Shop Fire Firefighters wearing breathing apparatus gained entrance to a shop in Lurgan on Tuesday morning and put out a fire on the ground floor. The two fire appliances attended the incident in William Street at around 9.14am. At least two firefighters were seen using heavy-duty cutting equipment in an attempt to gain access to the Divine Mercy shop. Members of staff from the nearby Cafe Vibe were also on the street as the firefighters carried out their work. A spokesperson for the Northern Ireland Fire and Rescue Service said Firefighters were called to reports of a fire on the ground floor of of a non-residential building in William Street, Lurgan. The cause of the fire is believed to be accidental ignition. The incident was dealt with by 10.05am. A fight in a car park. A fight involving multiple males which broke out in a car park close to a well-known Portadown bar is being investigated by police. Police are appealing for information in relation to an assault at McGowan West Car Park, Portadown, a PSNI spokesperson said. This assault involved multiple males in the car park adjacent to McKeever's Bar. The assault occurred at 01.20 hours on Sunday the 15th of October. Contact PSNI on 101 if you have any information. Defendant seen throwing bag of cannabis into river. A man who threw a bag of cannabis into the river ban has appeared before Craigavon Magistrates Court. Paris Quinton William Keary, aged 29, from Clonmine, Drumgore, Craigavon, was charged with possession of a Class B drug, namely cannabis. District Judge Bernie Kelly noted that his pre-sentence report was in the name of Paris Topley. The solicitor said he was originally Paris Topley, 
but he changed his name to his father's name. It is the same man, and the record is the same man. A prosecutor told the court on July the 14th, 2023, at 11.35am, while conducting a foot patrol on the, uh, foot, on the foot, along the footbridge in Bridge Street, Port Downe, police observed two males acting suspiciously. Police noticed, noted a strong smell of cannabis emanating from the vicinity, and when police approached, one of the males made off along the towpath in the direction of Meadow Lane. Police chased the male and detained him for the purpose of a search. The male was observed by police throwing a clear bag into the Ban River. The bag was recovered and it contained Class B cannabis. The defendant's solicitor said that the defendant was immature when he did the previous community orders. District Judge Kelly said, Immature doesn't come remotely close to it. There are a number of aspects to this case which gives me cause for concern. Probation makes reference to seven suspended sentences. There aren't. There's only one, which was imposed on October the 21st. The judge imposed a probation order of 18 months. And now we move on to the local council and elected representatives' news. And the first item concerns Tannochmore Gardens, where thieves have taken signage away. Tannochmore Gardens has been the target of unusual thefts and vandalism, according to the Borough Council. The theft of at least seven signs, some of which included details of opening hours, led to some visitors being locked into the facility after closing time. Replacements are to be erected. A spokesperson for the ABC Council said, Throughout the year, the open farm attracts thousands of visitors, many of them regular visitors, who come to view the huge array of livestock, including chickens, pigs, goats, sheep, cattle and donkeys. However, in recent months, the park has been the target for a series of unusual thefts and vandalism, which have caused concern for staff at the farm, which is run by the ABC Council. Some of the signs which were stolen included details of opening hours, which caused some visitors new to the site to be locked inside the facility after closing time. Also, a large wooden gate close to the farm, which prevents vehicles from driving onto the busy pedestrian and cycle path, were also completely destroyed by vandalism, causing a potentially serious health and safety risk. In one night alone, seven signs were removed. The police have been notified and are investigating the series of incidents. Meanwhile, some of the familiar animals, particularly the donkeys and cattle, are busy preparing for their starring roles in the traditional live nativity staged in Tanifmore Farm for Christmas. Entrance to the farm is free of charge and it's a great day out for the whole family. The farm is suitable for buggies and has accessible toilets and baby changing facilities. Blood victims struggling to find accommodation. Dozens of homeowners in the Portadown area are struggling to find and afford rental accommodation after their homes were overwhelmed with flood water. That is the assessment from Upper Band DUP MP Carla Lockhart after the floods that hit Northern Ireland, Ireland at the end of last month. Miss Lockhart said up to 25 businesses in Portadown were impacted by the floods and some 80 homeowners across the Armagh, Bambridge and Craigavon Borough. The homeowners affected are mainly in Portadown, 
with some in Guildford and Banbridge areas also impacted. I think there is a realisation now that it will take a long number of months before they get back to their homes. Some are still in the process of getting accommodation, particularly where there are vulnerable family members with specific physical needs, different needs. It hasn't been an easy journey trying to get houses that are suitable. Some homeowners have been rehoused by the housing executive, which is a very limited stock, so most are going for private rentals. One insurance company is offering £600 a month, but the average rental price in Northern Ireland is above £800, said Miss Lockard. I spent 48 minutes on the phone to one homeowner yesterday. The stress and strain is horrendous. It takes time to see the true extent of the damage. A lot of homeowners are still going into their houses and the water is still creeping up the walls and the tiles are still popping off the floors. Obviously the announcement of £15 million flood relief from the Secretary of State is still very scant on detail as to how and when it will be made available. Obviously we are concerned that it won't be enough to get business back to where they need to be uh, pre-Christmas. However, it is a start and it has to be welcomed. And moving on uh, with the same uh, area of uh, item really about the flood, uh, there's grant aid and rate relief available for flood hit businesses. And this is more council and elected representative news. Business owners affected by the recent flooding in the borough have been urged to take up the offer of advice and financial support. Following the Department of Finance announcement on rate relief measures available to business premises which were impacted by the recent flooding, the Council, in conjunction with the Land and Property Services, is hosting information sessions for impacted businesses. Also available is a 7,500 grant payment for which businesses can now apply online. Payments are part of the £15 million package to support the wider economic recovery announced by Northern Ireland Secretary Chris Heaton-Harris. Businesses can receive their payment by filling in the form on the Council website at www.armabanbridge-craigavon.gov.uk forward slash flood recovery advice. The deadline is Monday, November the 20th, which is next week. Lord Mayor Alderman Margaret Tinsley said the Council has collaborated with the appropriate government departments to create efficient procedures for providing a financial aid to businesses. We acknowledge the rapid progress and urge businesses to get in touch with the Economic Development Department for immediate advice and support. Rate relief measures will include 100% relief for non-domestic rates on flooded properties, as well as support to help businesses temporarily relocate. Improved trees protection, says Ombudsman. An ABC Borough Council has taken no prosecutions in relation to breaches of tree preservation orders in the past two years. The Public Services Ombudsman report into how trees are protected has found that despite 369 tree protection breaches reported across Northern Ireland between 2019 and 2022, only one resulted in enforcement action being taken, and none led to prosecution. 
It found, too, there was a lack of clear information for, for the public on tree preservation orders and that information about which trees were protected should be more accessible. An ABC Borough Council spokesperson said, Trees are protected if they are within a conservation area, are subject to a tree preservation order, or where a condition is attached for their protection to to a grant of planning permission. The Council has carried out a search on the planning portal using the word tree, and can advise that the Council has carried out 33 investigations from the 1st of November 2021 to the 1st of November 2023. Four of these investigations have involved a breach of planning control. One breach of condition notice has been served to date. No prosecutions have taken place within the last two years. The NIPS Ombudsman's report, Strengthening Our Roots, Tree Protection in the Planning System in Northern Ireland, was prepared in response to concerns about the protection given to trees and the lack of enforcement following reported breaches of TPOs. From data provided by the Department for Infrastructure and local councils, the Ombudsman made a number of observations and recommendations. A total of 26 recommendations were made, including that the Department should update regional guidance on the protection of trees and consider how it could work more closely with councils, including initiatives such as a regional tree forum, to share good practice and expertise. The Department should take the lead in developing an online regional map which displays the location of all TPOs and conservation areas in Northern Ireland. Councils should carry out detailed reviews of their TPO records and document their methodology to assess the value of trees in their decision-making. Councils should ensure processes are accessible to the public who want to request a TPO, apply for works to be protected, a tree or report a breach, the potential to introduce community notification procedures for residents likely to be affected by proposed works should also be explored. <coughs> now we're moving on and there are no specific obituaries at, in the newspaper or uh, death notices uh, as there was a major um, crash on the Market Hill Road and that was dealt with in our headline news section. So we're moving on now to uh, adverts in the local papers and there's some suggestions maybe that you want to take up and think about uh, in your plans for Christmas, dare I say that word, even in mid-November. But Black Friday is approaching, which means uh, Christmas is just around the corner and Gordon's have an advert. uh, They want you to take full advantage of the amazing Black Friday sale at Gordon's Chemist this weekend and next week, Friday the 17th to Sunday the 26th of November, with gifts suitable to treat yourself or someone else this holiday season. They're advertising, for example, the Signature Edit gift set by Be Perfect for only £45, uh, they are also the Nivea Feel Smooth gift set featuring Nivea Men Sensitive Shower Gel, Shaving Foam and Posts Shave Balm for only £7. And why not benefit from 25% off Vichy, La Roche-Posay and CeraVe ranges at Gordon's. 
For all the makeup lovers, you can get 40% off Rimmel and Max Factor Cosmetics from the 19th to the 26th of November and a fabulous 50% off Note Cosmetics. So there's some ideas for you. And continuing the Christmas theme, shop early and save 20% off all menswear, ladies' fashion and homeware at SDKL's Portadown Lurgan. And there's uh, Christmas at Iceland, the food warehouse. They're advertising some uh, delicious party food at unmissable prices. Uh, three for five pounds mix and match deal. For example, choose from mozzarella sticks, tempura cream prawns, sticky chicken skewers and many more. And you can stock up and maybe fill your freezer. You can also... Um, Choose an Iceland luxury one kilogram perfect turkey joint, a premium frozen turkey joint only £13 with a flavourful herb and spice marinade. And also all the trimmings, dish delicious accompaniments for the big day starting at just £2.50 from double butter mashed potato and beef dripping roast potatoes to honey roast parsnips and pigs in blankets. There's someone for everyone, something for everyone at Iceland and the food warehouse this Christmas. Dalzells of Market Hill, Northern Ireland's largest independent appliance retailer. Uh, they have washing machines from £219 plus two-year warranty. There's range cooker specialist. They're a range cooker specialist. They have package deal discounts and they have free delivery. That's Dalzells of 62 to 68 Main Street, Market Hill. And if uh, you wish to choose a cookery book for a present, then there's two top cookbooks recommended, Comfort Food or Spanish Dishes. Chef and former Saturday Kitchen presenter James Martin and cult restaurateur Russell Norman have new cookbooks out and this is what you can expect. Uh, James Martin's Spanish Adventure... Uh, Yorkshire-born Martin says he first fell in love with Spanish food when he came to London as a young chef and wanted to dedicate this book to the cuisine because he wanted people to know about the fantastic variety of landscapes and produce available in Spain. He says they have the best markets in Europe and the range of ingredients is uh, fabulous. The seafood, the meat, the vegetables and the fruit. And it's £27 for the cookbook. A second one is Bruto by Russell Norman. Russell Russell Norman's debut cookbook, Polpo, won the inaugural Waterstones Book of the Year back in 2012. And anything this London restaurateur has done since has always been hotly anticipated. For his latest cookbook, Norman has turned his sights on Florence. Named after one of his London restaurants, Bruto is the Italian word for ugly and references the Italian expression brutto ma bono, ugly but good. You'll learn a lot about food in Florence from Brutto, such as the city's passion for wine bars, where antipasti, such as fried dough balls served with prosciutto and soft cheese, and deep-fried courgette flowers are served. And that cookbook is priced at £32. Kestrel flying high with its new breakfast range. Regavan Kestrel Foods, a specialist in healthy snacks, has launched a range of granolas uh, it says consumers can feel good about after breakfast. The new granola is free from both gluten and refined sugars 
in support of a healthy digestive system. Owner of successful, successful international snacking brands Forest Beast and Acti Snack has launched the Just Live a Little granolas into the highly competitive breakfast marketplace. The granola range has four flavours, maple and toasted pecan, raspberry, coconut and cashew, coca-cola and hazelnut granola and peanut butter and apple. The new granolas are already in Tesco, Spar and online stores with other retailers launching early next year. The family-owned business, which is owned and managed by founder Michael Hall, has invested £3 million in processing operations and innovative product development over the past two years. The investment has also boosted employment in the area. And now from, uh, for some events and information about what's coming up over the, this season. There's a Soup Serve Senior Saturday, uh, a soup, roll, sweet mince pie and tea or coffee uh, at St Mark's Church, the Parochial Hall in Carlton Street. Uh, and it's on Saturday the 9th of December, 2 until 4.30pm. And it's a free afternoon with hot food and some good crack and Christmas carols featuring the Flutman Church and the Just Sing Choir. And there's only 150 places, so we ask that you contact someone to book your place. And Patricia has given in extra information that there's easy level access with a lift to the first floor. And if you're interested, please put a note in your wallet or text our secretary uh, on 07866-762-762. That's the Senior Saturday with Entertainment at Carton Street in St Mark's Church Hall. And continuing the information theme, this is from the local MP, Carla Lockhart. Dear friend, I trust this finds you well. As your Member of Parliament, I've always put your needs first, ensuring a first-class constituency service that is accessible to all and here for you when you need help. To further enhance this service, I am delighted to announce that my new Portadown Advice Centre is now open. The new Advice Centre is located at Office 5, Datos Park, 20 Armagh Road, Portadown, BT 623DP. Datus Park is opposite the entrance to Kingsway Drive and just before the GO service station as you travel from Portadown Town Centre towards the Maham Road Junction. The office is open Monday to Friday from 9am to 5pm. You can call in at a time of your choosing or to book an appointment with myself or my team please ring 028 3831 0088 or email at uk. I am fully committed to ensuring my professional constituency service continues to deliver for the people of Portadown and the surrounding area. Please avail of this local office should you need our help. Yours sincerely, Carla Lockhart, MP. And now for something a little bit different, if you fancy some festive fun at the Mac Theatre in the heart of uh, Belfast City near the Cathedral, uh, 
With theatres, bars and a cafe bar in one roof, it's a great spot for a family day out. Their Christmas programme is uh, the night before Christmas. It runs from the 29th of November to the 7th of January with tickets from 27.50 down to 12.50. The tickets are um, available now and they have a flexible family ticket which automatically saves 10% when you book four or more tickets for a Monday to Friday performances. There are also some relaxed performances for those with additional needs and younger children. And the relaxed performance dates are the 8th of December at 10.30, 14th of December at 10.30, the 16th of December at 1pm and the 21st of December at 1pm and the 1st of January also at 1pm. There are also some festive workshops for for all ages, from babies to teenagers, and festive sensory sessions for under twos and two to five-year-olds are backed by popular demand. Visit themaclive.com or call the box office on 02890-235053. The best Christmas day is out with National Trust. Whether it's the mist rising on a morning walk, the sparkle of baubles and the glow of fairy lights, or the warming chuckle of Father Christmas, there are many special moments waiting to be enjoyed this Christmas with the National Trust across Northern Ireland. The Argray County Armagh Winter Illuminations is the 7th to the 10th of December. See the Argray illuminated in light as the County Armagh estate adds some sparkle to the festive season. Discover the light trail, which follows a flat, family-friendly trail of twinkling trees and glimmering gardens. The one-mile loop starts from the historic courtyard, weaving ticket holders through jumping jets of light. There will be music, food and hot drinks to to keep warm as you walk under the stars. Check out the individual web pages for full details and availability. And the final item of what's on and information this week is the fact that there is a praise evening at the Civic Centre. And what better way to kick off the festive season and remind ourselves of what Christmas is all about than going to Craigavon Civic Centre for a night of Christmas praise on Saturday, December the 2nd, starting at 7pm. NS Concert have pulled together a programme of favoured gospel singers in support of Hope for Youth Ministries. Uh, There's a great opportunity to get some of your Christmas presents sorted out and some uh, of the stars of the night are the soloist Victoria Salt, the family... Hannah, uh, the Hannah family group and their friends and Heart and Soul which includes former BBC, BBC presenter George Jones and a Scottish friend Colette Selwyn who has appeared with the well-known American Gathers singers uh, Daniel O'Donnell Irish Tour Dates 2024 have been announced Thursday the 9th of May Waterfront Hall Belfast Friday the 20th of 10th of May, Millennium Forum, Derry, Londonderry. The tickets for the Belfast concert go on sale on Friday the 1st of December and the tickets go on sale on Saturday the 2nd of December for the 10th of May concert in the Millennium Forum in Derry.
And now for some news from the world of sport. And firstly, it's the Quad Sport Awards. And Moira's Dillon comes home in the honours. Maura's Dean Dillon lifted the 2023 QRI Premier Quad Trophy at a packed Ballymac Hotel for the QRI MRA Ulster Youth Awards. Dillon ended the season as a double champion. It was a memorable season for the 23-year-old, winning no fewer than 13 races and never finishing outside the top three. Overall, he said, I'm happy with the season. The aim was to win the Ulster, which we did, and finish top three in the British, and I finished second. His younger brother, Ross, claimed his second trophy in as many weeks, lifting the Semi-Experts Award. The 17-year-old was unstoppable in his debut season in the adults, winning 12. The Club Personality of the Year Award went to Kyle Murphy, who finished the season as runner-up in the QRI Premier Championship and third in the Ulster. The youngest winners on the night were in the Youth Y1 Championship as three seven-year-olds dominated the championship. Dromore's Jensen Gilchrist won the MRA Ulster title and was never off the podium in 17 races. Lisburn's Macy Edgar was runner-up in the QRI Y1 Championship and finished third in the MRA Ulster Championship. Completing the QRI top three was Banbridge's Jamie Cowan, who was runner-up in the MRA Ulster Championship. He missed round two, but returned strong for the rest of the season, claiming five wins on his 50cc Suzuki. Newry's Corey Murray ran out the Y2 champion, while Coleraine's Travis Toy ended the season unbeaten in the Y3 class, winning 23 races on his 250 Yamaha. Frustration, good sign. Dean Smith believes the fact that Loch Gall were so bitterly disappointed not to take at least a point off Crusaders proves just how far, si- how far his side have come. The villagers gained top flight promotion for the first time in 16 years, only a matter of months ago, but have already shown they can compete with the big boys. They beat defending champions Larne in September while also picking up positive results against Cliftonville and the Crews earlier this season. Smith would have thought his side were about to repeat the fate as the seconds ticked away at Lakeview Park on Saturday. But Paul Heatley had other ideas. The 36-year-old came off the bench to score in the 93rd minute and condemned the hosts to a 2-1 defeat. I'm frustrated with the result because we battled hard, said Smith. It probably wasn't the prettiest game to watch ever, but we certainly battled hard and we restricted them to very little chances. Sometimes as a manager, all you ask is for is everything out of your players and we got that today. I have to be happy in that respect and you can see how disappointed they were at full time. I just said to them that 12 months ago, Crusaders weren't even on our radar and now we're bitterly disappointed not to get anything in a game against them. So it shows how far this group have come. The biggest thing for us is that we didn't look out of place today, and that's a big positive. And our final sports, uh, or last two sport items are referee made correct call. 
Glenavon manager Stephen McDonald says that only heroics by the Ballymena United goalkeeper prevented his team from winning by even a greater margin. Conor McCloskey's deflected header in the first half was enough to pick up all three points in a game played amid a thick fog on Warden Street. If it wasn't for Sean's heroics in the first half, we would have come in 4-0 up, McDonald said after the game. I don't think it's through any fault of our own that we don't come in 4-up. You have to take your hat off sometimes to exquisite goalkeeping and Sean certainly kept Balamina in the game. With the thick fog making things difficult for fans to see what was happening on the pitch, McDonald was relieved that the officials and players were happy to play in the challenging conditions. The ref was happy, I was happy, he added. Glenavon in the groove. Glenavon suffered a 2-0 defeat after extra time on Tuesday night in the Euro Electric's Mid-Ulster Senior Cup semi-final tie. Scoreless following normal time, Cahill McGinty and Matthew Lusty grabbed the goals for visitors Dungannon at Mournview Park. However, the disappointing result comes against signs of real progress being made in the Sports Direct Premiership. Saturday's 1-0 win over Ballymena United marked a third consecutive Sports Direct Premiership success for the Mournview Park outfit. And it means McDonald has now won five, five of nine matches in all competitions since taking over from long-serving Glenavon boss Gary Hamilton in late September. Ahead of Tuesday's clash, McConnell said he is delighted with the continued development of a midfield partnership between Robbie Garrett and Isaac Bird that has helped the Lurgan Blues turn their fortunes around. Former Northern Ireland international Garrett, who started his professional career at Stoke City and won four Irish League titles with Linfield, is the perfect person for 19-year-old Bird to be learning from with the player playing almost every minute they've been available. The duel have also helped shield Glenavon's defence, which has shown marked improvement in recent weeks after picking up a second consecutive clean sheet at the Soul Grounds. Now, that's all the sport we have for you this week, and we go on to our final section, our general news. Edith getting crafty with a touch of class. Enthusiast Edith Moore is sharing her passion for crafting at a new group being held fortnightly in Lurgan. Edith decided to start a new crafting group called Crafters Delight, where people could learn new skills or just spend time together working on their own projects. I've always had an interest in crafts, explained Edith, and I enjoy doing a range such as wreath making or knitting or baking or card making and wanted to share my passion with others and help them with their craft projects. I also wanted to inspire people who haven't tried crafting before and help solve any problems people may have with projects they're working on. I also want to give the people an opportunity to meet up, develop friendships, try something new in crafting and enjoy a cuppa and a scone at the same time. The group is held the first Tuesday and th- first and third Tuesday of the month upstairs at the YMCA, 4 Carnegie Street, Lurgan, from 10.30 to 12 noon. Crafters Delight is aimed at all ages and skill levels and there are experienced crafters on hand to share their knowledge. You can learn new skills or bring along your own project with a charge of £4 to cover the cost of the venue. A wreath-making class will also be held on Tuesday, December the 5th 
10.30 to 12.30 in the YMCA, with an evening class at the Jethro Centre from 7 to 9pm. The class costs £25 and booking is essential. For further information or book a place, contact 07599 644 317. There will be more Crafters Delight classes in the new year. Word Skills Finals for Jamie Lurgan's Jimmy Rusk is one of three young apprentices from South Eastern Regional College competing at the World Skills UK Finals in Greater Manchester this week. Jamie, 19, and employed by Digital Fire and Security. Matthew Blair, 24, from Ballanderry, employed by Building Protection Systems. And Jack Matthews, 22, from Belfast, employed by SIA, are completing the level three fire and security safety security sorry I'll read them again level three fire and security systems apprenticeship NI at SERC's Lisburn campus. The three are amongst four hundred students and apprentices taking part in the World Skills UK National Finals. SERC lecturer Robin Hamill said we are absolutely delighted that Matthew, Jack and Jimmy have reached the finals of this national competition. All the young men have a fantastic time at uh, Skill Building, Skill Build NI and IFSEC this year, which has secured their spot in this competition. Plaswire helps Orsted to recycle turbine blades. Lurgan green tech firm Plaswire is helping global wind giant Orsted to recycle blades from its onshore wind farms in the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland. The partnership was announced during a visit to Plaswire's facility by representatives from Northern Ireland's Department for the Economy. A recently completed pilot project saw three blades from a decommissioned turbine from Orsted's Owen Ray wind farm in County Tyrone recycled. The blades were first cleaned and shredded, then granulated and finally utilised in Plasware's Smart RX polymer, a material typically used in the construction industry. During the pilot, Plaswire developed a cost-effective and scalable method to recycle 100% of Orsted's turbine blades, ensuring that valuable resources are turned into new products than can substitute materials. Ray O'Connell, Director of Operations at Orsted in UK and Ireland, said, Through a pilot with Plaswire, we're delighted to have developed a cost-efficient method to ensure that 100% of our wind turbine blades can be sustainably recycled. At Orsted, we want to help create a world that runs entirely on green energy, and we want to do so in a sustainable way. As some of our onshore fleet approach the end of their life, we are excited to have found a local partner who has the technology to break down our turbine blades and remould the materials into new durable RX polymer. We are particularly excited that this can be done on the island of Ireland without incurring additional carbon costs associated with international shipping. Andrew Billingsley, CEO of Plaswire, said, We have grown to employ 14 people in our Lurgan factory. We have recently purchased additional land to store wind turbine blades and invested in a larger composite polymer recycling processing machine, which will enable us to scale our business. We are excited about the economic opportunities that our innovative solution can bring to Lurgan and the surrounding area, while also reducing carbon emissions from complex waste. 
Brenda Burke, Director of Circular Economy in the Department for the Economy in Northern Ireland, added, This partnership is a great example of how businesses can work together to ensure waste is minimised and the value of materials is retained in the economy. It represents an innovative approach to how we rethink our use of products and resources and work towards an economic model where business, people and planet can all flourish. Craig Avon Senior High School Prize Day 2023 On Wednesday the 25th of October 2023, Craig Avon Senior High School enjoyed another successful prize day. This acknowledged all of the hard work and determination by students and staff throughout the academic year 2022-2023. The Board of Governors welcomed guest of honour Mr Jonathan White to the presentation. Jonathan is a past pupil of Craigavon Senior High School who was head boy in 2010 and is now the Northern Ireland Sales Manager for OVA Lighting. It also welcomed his wife Mrs White who was head girl in 2010. Principal Miss Ruth Harkness said, We gather here today to celebrate a theme that lies at the heart of our school, valuing young people. It's a theme that embodies the core values of our school community and speaks to the essence of what we, as educators, aspire to achieve. Our school is not just a place of learning. It's a place where young minds are nurtured, where dreams are forged and where the future is shaped. As a community, we place an enormous emphasis on valuing the potential and promise that each young person brings to our school. With regards to the group of students who completed exam results, Ms Harkness stated, Last year's stunning academic results has raised the bar higher. This is another year of continuous improvement, with more students leaving CSHS with outstanding exam results. Our students have shown a remarkable dedication to their studies, a thirst for knowledge and an unwavering commitment to excellence. Their accomplishments are a testament to their hard work and the support of their teachers and parents. We're immensely proud of our students. Moira Pharmacist hailed as a hero after a bee sting jab. Moira woman Joan Johnson recently weighed in behind the Ask Your Pharmacist Awareness Week after surviving a near-fatal bee sting thanks to the quick thinking of a local pharmacist. After being stung by a bee on her scalp while in the garden, Joan noticed the first signs of an allergic reaction in the form of severe itching and redness which quickly travelled to affect her neck and ears. She was advised by her GP to visit her local pharmacy where the community pharmacist Stephen Joyce quickly administered life-saving antihistamine and an adrenaline injection while an ambulance was called. Joan has hailed the quick action and professionalism of the pharmacy team in Moira as life-saving and backed Ask Your Pharmacist Week to raise awareness of the clinical expertise and healthcare advice available. Joan continued... The treatment I received from Stephen and the professionalism of the whole team was nothing other than life-saving. What was just a simple bee sting quickly became something very serious. On the arrival at the pharmacy, I was given urgent antihistamine but quickly started feeling lightheaded and faint. The pharmacy team assisted me to a chair and called an ambulance. I felt short of breath, dizzy and began to lose consciousness, at which point I was lowered to the floor and raised my feet to elevate my blood pressure. 
It was really frightening how quickly it got so serious. I was completely in their hands. Stephen administered intramuscular adrenaline and my GP arrived to give me oxygen and intravenous steroid. It was only after the incident when the details were relayed to me by my husband that I realised the outcome could have been very different for me. I'm so grateful for the treatment I received from Stephen and his team. Their expertise saved my life. Stephen Joyce, community pharmacist at Boots in Moira, said, With community pharmacies' accessibility, we treat and advise patients on a range of health conditions. At times, as in Joan's case, the situation can be much more extreme but not unusual. Community pharmacy teams across Northern Ireland are seeing and treating increasing numbers of often unseen and often life-saving interventions. I am just glad that we were able to help in what could have been a very different outcome had she not come into the pharmacy to see us. Concerns voiced over loss of knock-nay flies. The Ulster Angling Federation has warned that the apparent disappearance of the infamous knock-nay fly could cause a complete ecosystem collapse for birds and fish in the area. The organisation says that a range of fish and bird species are at risk, though the authorities do not appear to share their concern. Visitors to Loch Ness shores from spring to autumn could traditionally have been plagued by swarms of the infamous Loch Ness fly, but to many species of birds and fish on the loch, they are their key source of food. Gary Houston, chair of the Ulster Angling Federation, said, We are concerned by the apparent collapse of the Loch Ness non-biting midge, populations on Loch Ness. Commercial fishermen and anglers would be concerned as there is no food for fish in the loch, as fly populations decline. Bird populations such as swifts and swallows and ducks would also be impacted. We are looking at a complete ecosystem collapse. Meanwhile, the Northern Ireland Environment Agency, Department of Agriculture, Department of Environment and Rural Affairs and Agri-Food and Biosciences Institute are asleep at the wheel. Declan Cooney is a former commercial eel fisherman on the loch. I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I feel we could have lost the Loch Ness fly, said. The population has been in noticeable decline for 12 years. In his view, the main problem is the invasive zebra mussels. He says the fly's eggs, which normally hatch on the loch bed, are hindered from doing so by the sheer volume of zebra mussels on top of them. DERA and AFBI were invited to comment. An NIEA spokesperson responded that the fly was previously commonplace but offered no specific plan to investigate the issue. That ecosystem is complex and not all interactions are fully understood, but it is clear that introduced species such as zebra mussels and roach are contributing to ecosystem change, with pressures such as nutrient enrichment and climate change, it said. Thomas the Tank Engine unveils a rotary campaign. Uh, this is news about uh, involving one of our former readers, and I think Philomena Hagen still uh, records sometimes for the talking newspaper, but it's about her family and the planter at uh, the Portadown Railway Station. An ingenious spin on an old barbecue in the guise of Thomas the Tank Engine has become a new feature outside Portadown Railway Station, and all with the help of local traders and Portadown Rotary Club. 
Rotarians and guests joined the directors of Translink and the Lord Mayor of the ABC Borough to unveil the novel feature at Thomas the Tank Engine Flower Planter last week. Three and a half years ago, a Translink initiative offered small grants to charitable groups such as Rotary Clubs to provide planters in which flowers could be placed to brighten up railway stations. Portadown Rotary Club thought it appropriate to get involved and that was when a past president of the club, Mr Sean Hagen, offered members an old barbecue made in the image of Thomas the Tank Engine, central character of books and a TV show popular with children for decades. Back in 1978, Sean and his wife Philomena had given in to repeated requests from the children for a barbecue. So they gathered up lots of bits and pieces of metal, a redundant tar barrel, a set of wheels from a cement mixer, etc., and asked a recently retired self-employed engineer from Zimbabwe to construct a barbecue on the theme of their children's favourite toy. On completion of the barbecue, Philomena used her skills to paint the smiling face of Thomas the Tank Engine on the front of the tank to give it authenticity. As time passed and the children grew up and left home, Thomas lay unused and unloved in a shed at the Hagen family home. But three years ago, Thomas the Tank Engine's Rail to Recovery opened up when Rotarians took up Sean's offer and agreed to give Thomas a new lease of life. Using the vast array of talents among local business people, engineers, painters and artists, Thomas the Tank Engine went through an elaborate transformation. After a lengthy process, thanks to brown low radiators for sandblasting and undercoating, Johnny McNabb for paint spraying in rotary colours, Bill McConnell for the aluminium tread plate, Portadown's Men's Shed for making the planters, and A&P signs for the design and printing the livery, and all at very reasonable prices, this lovely centrepiece is now in place at our railway station, a Rotary Club spokesperson said extending thanks to Martin Mould, station manager, for arranging the planting of winter shrubs in the fire engine and the firebox. The Rotary Club of Portadown intends to use the centrepiece to raise its profile in the area and attract new members. The club's motto is service before self and it supports people in need globally and locally, for example eradicating polio throughout the world, providing shelter boxes in disaster areas and locally supporting the Southern Area Hospital. So come along and get on board with Rotary, which can be contacted by emailing portadownrotary at gmail.com, said a spokesperson. And now for this week's closing remarks. We have now come to the end of our recording for this week. Our thanks to the team of volunteers who edited and recorded this week and to Mackles for collecting the Portadown Times and Lurgan Mail for us, and to the Presbyterian Church for the use of the studio. Editing the news this week were Hazel and Linda, our technician was David Bennett, and reading with me this week was Linda Francis. From the newsroom at the Old Man's, this is Gareth Greer signing off. Thank you for spending time with us. All our good wishes for the week ahead. Our team will be back with you in four weeks' time. Please remember to return your wallet and memory stick. Please do not use a post office counter in a shop, but use a post box to avoid damage to the wallet. Sound News is a Craig Avon talking newspaper production. Goodbye Goodbye. and keep well.